Mike check, Mike check, one two, one two. This is MC Dizzle in the Hizzle. And you've just stumbled across the best podcast you'll ever listen to with your hosts Owen and Phil. What? You don't know what podcast you're listening to? Well, let me tell you. It's way of absurdity, modesty, a free-flowing deformity, masters of perversity, complexity and obscenity, runs from authority, furious in captivity, mounds of reality, penetrating sanity, worldwide infamy, debating with hostility, rarely with nobility, filled because of stupidity, owing gifts to charity, a model of society, a picture of the world to be, this is absurdity. Lock. <laughs> nice. Lock up your daughters and hide your tackies. Gobble, gobble. It's only the Thanksgiving special. And I nope. just broke my Pokemon box. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, every. Oh, um, Thanksgiving. The stupid little holiday that gets in the way of Christmas every year. Now, obviously, I'm British, so I get a free pass on this. Uh, we don't celebrate it. But one thing that I do have to thank you for, um, well, not you specifically, but uh, oh. <laughs> you would never get my praise. Americans in general, uh, for having this wonderful holiday of slaughter to open it up to online retailers and in-shop you know, retailers for great deals. And that's actually carried over to the UK. So thanks nice. for the slaughter. Yeah, Isn't it also a... Uh, a drinking day <laughs> or it can be I guess as long as you're English every day is a drinking day I gotcha I gotcha so we actually haven't talked in a long time since I mean we've chatted online but we haven't spoken too much uh, since no. Halloween actually well we and have that's, I guess. Well, that's made me very upset um, so much in fact, that uh, I have this fortune cookie that's going to convey my emotions perfectly towards you. Okay. And I'm just going to completely just crimple it and open it now because it's totally legit in my hand. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Fall for someone who's not your type. Uh, is that it? <laughs> yep. Oh, all right. That's... Your inflection made me think that there <laughs> might have been something else. Sorry, is that a command? Fall for somebody? That's not your type? See, that just seems like really bad advice, doesn't it? Surely well, you want to fall for someone who is your type. <laughs> yeah, plus, how do you... You can't just fall for somebody. That happens. You don't just go, I'm going to fall for some... But that person there! That's not how it oh, works. Fortunes obviously have a deeper meaning than our puny minds can ever understand. It's always so, that way. Woo! So... You sound a little stuffy. It might just be me. No. Oh, okay. Good. How was your Halloween? You know, it was pretty quiet. Um, no trick-or-treaters, no slutty nurses that I saw. No so. slutty pieces of pizza? <laughs> no slutty pizzas that I could recall. So it was pretty tame. I don't know about yours. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing to report. And I totally forgot about Mischief Night, which I'm almost positive is kind of a, a United States thing, a Canada thing, where the night before Halloween you're supposed to really fuck shit up, um, set fires. Actually, when we first... Set fires. Yeah, when to we first... To person's home. Jokes! <laughs> 
when we first moved in this area, the old lady across the street and to the right. Um, Thanks for that said, clarification. Yeah, well, you should know who that. She's the one <laughs> that whenever I help her, I have to tell you about it so that you can be like, that Phil's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't um, say that. Well, I want you to think it, and that's all that matters. You're just the weird guy that plays with puppets online. Some somebody set her lawn on fire, uh, so that was cool. Like, oh, this seems like a nice neighborhood. Let's move in here. Mischief no <laughs> Cool. The whole lawn full of leaves. Maybe she just didn't want to rake, which I can understand. <laughs> Burn it all. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of a lot of kids. The last people that showed up at the door. Um, they were like 18 and the one dude was just wearing a cape and like sweatpants and I said hey take what you want and this kid his hands are huge he just <laughs> I shouldn't have done that because now I'm regretting that he took all the good care <laughs> there's, there's nothing left so yeah Halloween I'm gonna have to amp it up next year because this one was kind of a letdown I, on I, to Thanksgiving <laughs> Uh, gobble gobble. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think Thanksgiving. It it just seems. Usually, I would be upset about. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a bullshit holiday based off of horrors upon horrors, and now it's just a commercial kind of entity. I mean, it's nice to have family over, I guess. And, <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I. Yeah, then I'm not going to ask you what you're doing for the non-holiday. Uh, I have a, a Thanksgiving story from when I was younger. Um, one of the few times that I was able to give thanks and actually mean it. Uh, went to a Catholic school, so after... Uh, well, thank, you get the whole Thursday, Friday, you get that whole thing off, right? And Thanksgiving night traditionally for the kids around my way was a, it was a big drinking night so it's about yeah I guess I was 16 just started driving and we were partying down at the fort which was like a house that these dudes built in the woods I say fort it was two levels it had built in seating <laughs> these guys did it had um, a keg stand I guess where you could put the, the keg or the half keg in and, uh, yeah, it was on stilts because it was close to the creek. It was pretty nice. And an area for the fire. <laughs> Some outdoor seating. It was really nice now that I think about it. Pity it burnt down. But <laughs> we were partying. That's where everybody went from around the area. And I can remember thinking, oh, I'm, I'm drinking and I have my car parked, like, one of the sections over. But fuck it, I'm going to drink because I split a case with this this chick and she was going to be mine that evening she was up on the roof the second story if you will did she fall please say she falls she did she <laughs> fell hey it was actually quite horrible well somebody went 5-0 <laughs> which happened every time we partied it was bound to happen and sometimes cops would go back there but not a whole lot but better safe than sorry and in her attempt why were you running now What'd you have to hide? The underage drinking. We were 16, 17 years old. Oh, that's right. Your back was in it. It's got to be 21 for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah Plus, 18. you know, there's other things going on. So <laughs> we'd 
often walk down, you'd leave the woods, go down the street to the gas station, and for $2, you'd fill up like an old milk gallon full of gas, and then when nobody was looking, you'd chuck it in the fire. I'd be like, ha ha, kaboom, everybody. So that was fun. Um, somebody right said, next to an orphanage, children run out yeah. screaming. So somebody was like, oh, cops or 5-0 or whatever, and in her attempt to get down really fast, she she fell. and She, she did get down really fast. Well, chin first. She smashed her chin on the corner of the building, and she just had a hole from, like, her chin into her mouth. And it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So because I was one of the few people with the cars, I ended up, Wait, we didn't go to the hospital at first. She wanted to stop at home for something, which I thought was ridiculous. So we drove to the apartments. Uh, I broke a lot of driving laws because I figured it would be cool, you know, like I was an ambulance driver. We get to the emergency <laughs> room. What kind of logic is that? I don't know, but there was four of us. It was uh, me, her, this, and these other two dudes. Did you, um, like, carry her in with your arms? You're just like, I need a doctor! Somebody <laughs> no. get a doctor! No, there were a lot of police at the emergency room. So, you know, I guess because I was still trying to, you know, get with her, I didn't want to just kick her out. I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're here! Um, plus her dad showed up later. It was awkward, but the other dudes I was with were super drunk and... When she was in the emergency room, I don't know why Brad was going up with her, but on his way out, he started puking, like, right out the sliding doors as cops were coming up, so the cops just immediately started questioning him. It's and me and my other friend. Business? What's up? It's none of their damn business. <laughs> I know, there's just some kid. <laughs> I'm sure it stank to high hell. And I'll never forget that I could hear a part of the conversation as me and my friend were... You know, just like, we don't know that guy. And we were just leaving. But I could hear the dude going, and you see, somebody yelled 5-0, which, as you know, officer, means police. I'm like, all right, he's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that he didn't rat us out. He just let us walk on by, got in the car. How horribly selfish. I thought Back. this was going to be some sort of no, heartwarming, give... you saved a girl. And... What? I took her to the friggin' ER. I didn't have to do that. I drank the rest of her beer. <laughs> Thank you, Thanksgiving. You selfish. What? Mm, I didn't drink it all to myself. <laughs> well, oh, well, that's all right then. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and then the fort burned down the next day. So was she okay? Was it just... Yeah, she had to get stitches. Uh, she... It, it didn't like... Her jaw wasn't fucked up or anything, but... Did she, did she thank you, or was it, was it just yeah. the end? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the end of... We never got together or anything. Uh, it wasn't like, thank you, Phil. <laughs> My uh, hero. Yeah, no, it wasn't She collapses like into your arms. And, like, nobody else cared. We got back. <laughs> Everybody was still there. Like, where were you guys? Uh, you don't remember all the screaming and crying <laughs> after the girl fell? Christ. Fucking... Oh, yeah, because they were all doing angel dust. Anyway, I give thanks <laughs> that I didn't get in trouble that night and still managed to get a little wasted. Selfish, selfish. How selfish. is that? What would you have liked me to have done? Well, for maybe 
<clears throat> you like you take her to the hospital, then you stay with her for the whole time, hold her hands and whisper sweet nothings into her face. Kind of no, her her dad or her her uncle, somebody showed up. I'm assuming when she stopped at the apartment, he wasn't there. I guess she left a note or blood or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, did I not mention he showed up? So like. I felt absolved of anything like you're talking about. Heartwarming. Well, let us know. It'll be too late. But if you have a Thanksgiving story, I'd still like to read it. So if you're from the Americas or wherever else they might celebrate Thanksgiving, which seems kind of weird that it would be anywhere else, let me know. I don't know what the email is anymore. Uh, It was your idea. (laughs) Contacts. (laughs) <laughs> what are we starting a plane? And wave dot com. Yeah. No, wait. It was your idea to get the wave of absurdity extension. Yes. Was, oh, was... we're gonna go into a little ruckus here because <laughs> I got the you know the email at waveofabsurdity dot com to sound all professional, and then I consulted with you, Phil. I said, how about we have it as uh, what was it? Um... Wave of absurdity, a wave of absurdity. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was, I, it was, I forgot what the first one was. Because and then we shit. changed it to to questions at wave of absurdity. And you're like, ooh, people would just think it's just for questions and not for general inquiries. Exactly. So then I had to go back and change it again to contact. Uh, and now you're just like, ah. I, all right. All right. So. You upset me. Give us an email. Contact at waveofabsurdity.com. Please email us. Test a new system. Maybe people have been emailing and I've been <laughs> fucking it's, it up somewhere. It's possible. I'm still used to getting mail forwarded from uh, waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com, which I'm assuming is still active. Do you I know can, what? I'm... Oh, sorry. I can only assume because <laughs> I don't think we've gotten any emails recently. Uh, do you know what I'm thankful for um, this glorious of seasons? What would that be? I'm thankful for people that no matter what the situation, they want to follow the law or the rules to the book. And I'm so thankful that they're out there protecting uh, youths and uh, well, everybody's safety. Well, what um, happened? Oh, this is obviously a sarcastic lead into something. It's not sarcastic at all. When was the last time you got ID'd? Uh, we, we've talked many yeah, times about our distaste for IDing. I, well, the last time I got carded was when my license was expired. And <laughs> it was like a 12 year old girl behind the counter, like, um, do you have any ID? Are you serious? And then I gave it to her, and they swipe it through the machine. She said, oh, I'm sorry, it's expired. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, when did you get carded? Uh, just about two weeks ago, I think. I was just doing some food shopping, and I have this huge Leonardo DiCaprio crush, best actor, needs to win an Oscar. Come on, get your shit together. Shut up. All right, I'm 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 collecting Leonardo DiCaprio movie uh, sets, so I'm getting all the movies he's been in, and I go down. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm thankful for Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, amazing acting. And uh, I I go down the entertainment section. Hi, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, go ahead. 
He's a good actor, damn it. He's all right. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. Okay, so then I see, oh, The Great Gatsby's out. So I just, you know, pick it up, whatever. Uh, Go to the checkout after uh, doing all my shopping. And then, you know, start scanning the items. And I didn't look at The the Great Gatsby. It's got Leonardo. That's enough to hook me in, you know. So I'll just pick it up. And... um, you know, the, the checkout lady's like, oh, yeah, do you have ID for this? And, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I, I give Wait, her my for, ID. For the movie? Yeah, oh, for the okay. movie. Sorry. And I give her my ID and whatnot. And she hands me back uh, The Great Gatsby. Uh, the Great Gatsby is a fucking 12. What? It's a 12 rating. Oh. Um. I'm 22. And I said, I didn't say Neil was with me. He said, excuse me. He said, He's 22. You've ID'd him for a 12. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. We have to abide by the law. The law is the law. And for some reason, that just got me so infuriated as to why you would hold that petty law. Then that got me thinking. Okay. The most dangerous thing to happen. <laughs> what, what kind of laws or rules um, that would if enforced, would cause the most chaos in, in the world. And, you know, the, the obvious one, speeding. If that was actually enforced, there'd be traffic right. jams out the ass. Um, right. Taking food into movie theaters, not so much a law, but it is a rule. Uh, sticking Q-tips in your ears. Safely ejecting USBs. <laughs> pirating. And... Uh, <laughs> I... I think you have a point. Sorry, just real fast. When I was growing up, whenever I saw safely ejecting USBs, I really, really wished that I could press that and it would just be like, and shoot them out. <laughs> but it, it just annoys me that there's these assholes out there that have to do things by the rule books. Like, come on, man. Do I look 12? Really? Do I? Maybe. Maybe you shouldn't have been like, can I have this? <laughs> oh, I love him. Who, why would you bother with the great Gatsby? Maybe either she's on a power trip or that she just started working. She's like, oh, I got to check now. I could understand that if it was an 18. Well, maybe she didn't realize. Maybe oh, she's no. just like, oh, this has to be uh She looked at plus. it, and then she looked at me, and she said, ID, please. Did, just... she, did she eyeball your ID, or did she just take a cursory glance at it? Uh, no, she looked at it. I, the ID. <laughs> I mean, I handed her a fucking driver's license. You can't drive till you're <laughs> over 16 anyway. Uh, yeah, I need this to ride my bicycle. Here you go. <laughs> it just drove me insane. And I hate that lady. Did you watch The Great Gatsby? Uh, not yet. I've still got The Aviator uh, and The Great Gatsby Torch. Uh, have you ever seen Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, is he in that? Yes, he's in basketball. I'll put it on my list. And the beach. No, wait, not the beach. The island? No, the beach. Shutter Island? What? No, 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 no. Uh, It's where he goes on a journey to find this paradise-like island that's only been mentioned in urban legends, and he manages to find some people in, like, Guatemala that kind of... Oh, he gets a map from somewhere. (laughs) I think it's called The Beach. It's actually pretty good, but it's totally young Leo. I say young, but like 1920. He's dreamy, isn't he? I thought it was an awesome movie. Uh, it's, I'm, I want to call it, it's not suspense, not action. Uh, I guess it's a drama. 
Just well, IMDB that shit. I will be collecting uh, Leo DVDs and my movie collection will grow. All right. Well, I highly suggest The Basketball Diaries. Riveting performance. Movie won't make you feel too good. Wave of absurdity. Movie recommendations. Asians. Asians. Yes. Well, apparently they're just Leo-centric. <laughs> He's a great actor. Uh, speaking of... Oh, this acting. Is a <laughs> speaking of acting, I'm going to pretend that we didn't read this story previously. Uh, about that little news link I sent you. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to read the headline. And... We'll go from there. Toothless man sentenced to seven years in prison for biting his neighbor's penis during a fight about loud music. Now, there's little highlights here. Jason Martin bit Richard Henderson's genitals at a house in Dover, Kent. How close is that to London, where you live? I live in Plymouth, and it's probably about four, five hours the fight came after Henderson asked Martin to turn his Xbox music down. Martin, 41, was given a seven-year sentence <laughs> after the judge said he was determined to inflict as much pain and injury as possible. Um, let's see. Uh, the judge, which was a female, uh, yes, the victim said he had never felt such excruciating pain like that before. Uh, Martin bit through Henderson's pajamas like a sandwich. <laughs> That's apparently... A nice meaty sandwich, I hope. Uh, yeah. Uh, top comment here. Looks like he bit off more than he could chew. <laughs> oh, apparently they were friends beforehand. <laughs> and he got the dude in a headlock, so I guess that's why... Oh. Yes. The judge Not said... the ghoulies! You also set out to humiliate him by taking hold of his penis and testicles and gnawing at them. <laughs> to me, gnawing is a little bit different than taking a bite. Gnawing but implies a, a kind of continuous... <laughs> <laughs> you said he was toothless. Yes. Uh, he also said the thought of putting a man's penis in my mouth, well, it's not for me. <laughs> he only admitted to grabbing Mr. Henderson's bits and bobs as he tried to defend himself during the scuffle. Uh... Yeah, he he was asked to show the jury his lack of teeth, saying he had dentures but only used them for cosmetic reasons. I am not homosexual, and there is no way I would put a man's penis in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> uh, he still had blood around his mouth when police oh. interviewed him, but the defendant claimed it was from a fat lip he received from a punch. So, I you wonder... You ever had penis blood spray on you? <laughs> no, I've been fortunate. <laughs> My I entire have. life. Your penis blood sprayed on you. Yep. <laughs> it was my own, so it was okay. All right, well, good. Then we can just breeze right by that. No. Uh, so wait, either he was listening to music on his Xbox. Oh, no, it says turn on the volume on his Xbox game console. I, for some reason, am really curious what the song was or what game it might have been. To cause a dick biting. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's some crazy games out there. Maybe it was <laughs> Dick Biter Simulator 2013. <laughs> Would you like to have teeth? Yes or no? <laughs> Press A to gnaw. Press B to chew. 
So why what was your Why does my do? <laughs> Fucks with your chromosomes. Why did you have penis <laughs> blood? Your own penis blood. Uh, spraying on this. Well, you brought it up. You can't be like, oh, my penis is spraying blood on me. Blood on me. Moving on. No. I'm sure the people listening, hopefully on Thanksgiving, with a full belly, would love to hear about how you gargled your own penile coagulated blood. I guess if it was coagulated, you couldn't gargle it. Did you gargle it? <laughs> no. All right. I just got all over my hands and everything. Let's just say... <laughs> So. When we're young, we find different ways to experiment with masturbation. And one of them didn't <laughs> work out so well. What, with knives? <laughs> what kind of experiment was going on? Don't worry about it. Oh. All right. That, you know, I figure that news was slightly relevant to Thanksgiving. Just because <laughs> cause the guy was eating something. It's food related. <laughs> Let's lighten the mood. That's the mo so loose. Let's what a connection. <laughs> Let's... Lighten the mood a little bit with some jokes that I found on Craigslist. All by oh. this character, Joey Cutlass. I'm That's excited. I'm ready to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one, I'm not sure you call it a joke. It says, don't you just hate when you're driving down the road, smoking a cigarette, enjoying the peacefulness of it all, and you flick your cigarette out the window. And a few minutes later, a funny smell from the back seat comes up. You know anybody like this or how this happened? And you look back, and there's Grandma fingering herself again. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, but it does. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? She gagged a little. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a man walks into a hotel to check into a room. He asks the clerk, do you have wireless internet? Yes. Is your porn disabled? And the clerk responds, No, you sick bastard, it's regular porn. <laughs> so, Craigslist. Oh, literal. Yeah, spending literal. a lot of time on, on Craigslist. Uh, I, I was looking for cringe. I believe that was our plan. I didn't find any cringe. Um, but in the Philadelphia area, there was a rant and rave. Just wanted to say thanks to the individuals who took the time to email me about my question concerning the procedure for obtaining a new vice president in case of the death of the president. Much appreciated. Should I report this? No. Okay. Let's, let's just wait and see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me... Uh, what's this guy? Does this person leave a name? I don't know. Uh, maybe I should contact this person. And finally, the last thing I saw before I had to just stop looking... Four questions to ask yourself before buying your next underwear. <laughs> Four men. This was oh. under local news too, so I'm not. I'm not kind of sure. It's, it's informative news, isn't it? It's, it's giving you information that you didn't once have. Did you? Thanks for explaining news to me. <laughs> Can you think of four questions that you might ask yourself before buying your next underwear? Um. <clears throat> Uh, is it going to be wire front? Uh, is, is, is the, the well, cotton okay? Let me ask you the questions. Number one, can you tell me when was the last time you bought underwear? Uh, five years ago? If you can't answer this question, it's definitely time to buy underwear. <laughs> 
Why? I don't know. This per- I don't know if this isn't an ad for anything. This person's just going on about underwear. It starts off, let's face it, men love underwear. Now, let's restate that. But that was your opening sentence. We got to restate it already? Men love to see underwear. Although the majority of men don't necessarily like to purchase underwear for themselves, men prefer to buy and see female undies. But when is the right time to buy male underwear? What do women actually expect from your underwear? What, there's a certain sort of stigma to it all as well? As long as you don't have shit stains or piss stains, I think you're doing pretty good as a male. Yeah, all right. Question number two. Does your underwear have holes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Change your underwear as soon as you find a hole on them. What? Get rid of the old pair and get a fresh, modern one. Okay. Modern, like I'm wearing I... my breeches from 1982. <laughs> oh, you've got a hole on your pantaloons. <laughs> All right, question number three. Do you have more than three pairs of tidy whities No. Unless you are under 18 or over 65, one or two pair of tidy whities is more than enough for an adult male's underwear. What? Are they saying in lieu of briefs? No woman has ever considered tidy whites acceptable under any circumstance other than a hospital visit or a one-day <laughs> urgency. A one-day agency. Throw away your diaper and get a real pair of underwear. Shit. Question four. Does your underwear actually help you boost your manhood? No. 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 Mine, mine doesn't either. I don't... That's not why I wear underwear. <laughs> no. I don't need to boost my manhood. I need to stifle it. Brag more. <laughs> If finally you're getting some new underwear but are still considering to buy regular underwear, just think of the extra benefits that could come from getting some help down there. Forget about the old mentality, Owen. Fashion and society have made terrific advancements, and so should you. A pouch underwear will not only give you perfect support, it will literally boost your male confidence. All right. Not really. Yeah, I don't know. Because nobody's ever seeing me in my undies. I don't I don't know what this person I don't know what this that's it. I don't know what this person was going for in their underwear crusade. But uh thanks, Craigslist. Did you perchance find anything interesting around your way? Uh I found one and I should say that we're kind of ditching cringe Oh my god, my snotty nose, excuse me. Oh, I give thanks for crisp <clears throat> headphones. We're uh, we're ditching uh, cringe audio for uh, things that we can find on Craigslist. So if you <laughs> have found an interesting thing on Craigslist, feel free to email it in contact at wave dot com. Screenshot would be preferable if you can do that. That would be nice. Uh, so I found a. <laughs> we've talked about these things in the past, but it's a desperate attempt from a pathetic male. <laughs> Oh, no. Why are people... Why am I automatically assuming that people are going to assume that you or I wrote this? <laughs> you might. Oro teacher needed. <laughs> okay. I think I know what this is going to be about. Hello. I want a woman of experience to teach me how to give oral pleasure to her and her subsequent subsequent women. I just want to fear... Uh, no. I just feel this is a weak part in my repertoire and would love to know how to drive a woman wild with my mouth. Any help would be great. <laughs> um, stuff a $100 bill in there. Hi-yo. 
this just seems like a desperate man that is masking his <clears throat> tongue skills as terrible to get some free poontang. <laughs> like, please help me learn how to masturbate really well. He's Only... 34. Okay. You think you would have learned something by now? Well, I like how he adds subsequent women. Like, you teach me, and I'll make it worth your gender's time. Is he going to, like, give, you know, he, he finishes a woman off with his tongue, and he's like... <laughs> you yeah, fail! This is... <laughs> well, like, if he passes, he goes, yeah, this is my teacher. Here's that card, you know. Pass it on. It's just... <laughs> Professional pussy legger. <laughs> What if I actually I'm, I should make my own ad and see if it works? I, you know, I know Craigslist trolling is is old news, but I I feel that legitimately responding to people just to you know see what else that they're thinking could have its benefits. But I think you know that I responded to a man that just wanted somebody to talk on the phone about being nasty with his wife. Yeah, insult yeah. her like cooking or. Your uh, wife can't crimp pastry for nothing. She yeah. can't. Uh, she <laughs> yeah. can't even handle that gas-powered weed whacker. Uh, terrible. <laughs> but he did initially respond. I just I sent him a message saying, uh, you know, I'm your man. I think you'll like my imagination. I think you'll like the way I sound. And he just sent a message back saying, cool. And I sent a follow-up message saying, how do we do this? And then he never... He never responded back, so somebody else must have beat me to it. And so did his wife's crimping before you? I guess. I don't, uh... Actually, now that I think about it, I should probably not... You know, I can't expect my my family and friends around here. What if that came out and they're like, oh, Phil, why are you responding to this? <laughs> it's for a podcast, I swear. <laughs> did you record the button? Well, no. Well, yeah... So, yes, uh, we're very interested in the Craigslist. I didn't realize there was so much, uh, I mean, I knew they had lost and found and such, but I didn't know there was, there was an area for rants, um, casual encounters. Uh, there's a lot of people around here looking for weed. I didn't think that's a good idea to just go on Craigslist. It's like, the best oh. idea, though, isn't it? Because it's so obvious the cops won't think to look at it. Uh, there's people promoting their YouTube channels on there. There's no, uh, no, I do that. Yeah, there's um, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. I never really looked in Craigslist too much outside of you know selling stuff. So let's get back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> gobble gobble. Uh, yes, I had a relative. Technically not a relative, just one of those people that your parents are like call him uncle. Um, he referred to Thanksgiving as the holiday for food, farts, and football, which I thought was rather eloquent. What kind of other farts? Uh, Quisp, not really a fart. What other farts are there? Uh, <laughs> what, what do you mean? There's one type of fart, the type that comes out your butthole. Yeah, but you said food fart. You're, you're insinuating no, no. that there's a food, comma, farts. Oh, right. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I got a book. Out from the library, uh, they exist. It yes, it's called <laughs> Alien Hand Syndrome and other too weird not to be true stories. Um, it's a bunch of 
Well, it's a collection of, of little interesting tidbits. Actually, we've got to talk about alien hand syndrome later, if I remember. But let me just uh, read this here. Joseph Pajul, a man of singular talent, was born in France in 1857. In his early youth, it became clear that he was a natural entertainer, singing, dancing, and performing for his parents' house guest. Uh, Young Joseph became alarmed one day when he was swimming in the sea and took a deep breath before submerging. As he inhaled, he felt icy cold water entering through his rear end. <laughs> he, I uh, that's weird. He immediately returned to shore and was astonished to see a great deal of seawater pouring from his backside. When he consulted a doctor, the physician assured him that this was nothing to be concerned about. Really? He just that's... gave himself a saltwater enema. Bad Rose does that. Seawater coming out of my ears. Joseph took this advice to heart, exploring his strange new ability with a healthy curiosity. <laughs> what? He soon found that a bit of abdominal control allowed him to deliberately suck water in through <sighs> his anus and project it back out with impressive force, creating a spout of several meters. Further experimentation led him to discover that he could also suck in large amounts of air if he contorted <laughs> himself properly, which he could project back out at will. Poor Will. With an artist <laughs> flair, he developed the ability to produce distinct notes by using varying force, allowing him to play simple tunes. Needless to say, this unorthodox music box helped him to become very popular at school. But little did he know that this unique talent would one day make him the most well-known and most highly paid entertainer in all of France. Excuse me. Uh, while Joseph was in the French army, he amused his fellow soldiers with his lowbrow tr low tricks. They gave him the nickname Le Pantomime. Petoman? Do you, do you oh. think he could fire artillery? Well, yeah, just let load me, him up. Let me skip ahead here. Okay. You'll, you'll be amazed. Uh, it goes on to describe his, his rise into fame, his first stage performance. Uh, at first, he resisted using his unique physiology in his stage comedy act, instead trying the old yokel with the trombone routine. I don't know. Uh, okay. He quickly won the audience over with his novelty. It was a big success. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor to present a session of Patomani. Such was his introduction he was finely dressed in a red coat and black satin breeches with a pair of white gloves held in his hands. He looked quite sophisticated as he explained to the audience that the emissions he was about to produce were completely odorless since he irrigated his colon daily. The audience was completely unprepared for what lay ahead, and so he began. He started off with a series of fart impressions, a new bride's timid toot, her noisy flapping emissions a week later, and the solid, booming fart of a miller, along with a majestic, ten-second-long helping of flatulence to wrap up his introduction. He did impressions of famous people. He played songs, and he blew out candles. He did imitations of cannon fire and reenacted a thunderstorm. And that was just his first act. Now that's a farter. Initially, the audience was astonished at the bizarre spectacle and uncertain how to respond. But when the first uncontrollable laughter erupted from the crowd, it quickly spread. Soon the men and women in the audience were completely paralyzed with laughter, and there was nary a dry cheek or a straight face in the theater. As his unconventional showcase continued, 
A number of semi-unconscious women had to be escorted from the theater by nurses. They had passed out from laughter, unable to breathe properly in their <laughs> tightly bound corsets. <laughs> what? For the second part of his act, he stepped off stage and inserted a rubber tube into his orifice. Okay. It dangled in an absurd fashion from a hole in the back of his trousers. <laughs> I know. I have that underlined it in a, in a library book. He used this tube to smoke two cigarettes at once, <laughs> one from each end, and then to blow out the flames of stage lights. As a grand finale... He attached a flute-like instrument to the end of the hose and played popular <laughs> tunes while inviting the audience to sing along. <laughs> so I want you to remember that, listeners, every time you hear Owen play, <laughs> that it's not, it could not be his... It, it's possible. I'm, I don't think he's farting, but it's possible. Overnight, Le Pedoman was a huge success. He performed this way for years, eventually becoming the highest-paid entertainer in all of France and perhaps the world. Uh, in 1895, the owner of the Moulin Rouge sued him for breach of contract after he fart-serenaded a few people in public. <laughs> so, can you imagine the breach of contract for farting in public? Wait a minute! You save the farts for me! What kind of accent is that, there, Phil? Oh, fuck you. Hey, uh... O'Doul. Sorry, that's not your name. O'Neill, you sound a little stuffy, too. That's strange. No, don't worry about that, Phil, you silly cunt. <laughs> O'Neill, please. Sorry about that. But that dude... Sorry, O'Neill's left the room. That, <laughs> that dude... Joseph talk Bejewel. About being born in the right time because if he was born in this modern day he would have to compete with the people in Thailand and they can do all sorts of ping pong tricks and I don't think he <laughs> would hold up in today today's times yes uh, the last paragraph here um, <coughs> though he was perhaps the most famous fartiste <laughs> in history <laughs> he was not the first to ply the farting trade Whoa. professional flatulism has a long and rich history throughout the world. <laughs> does, it, does it really have a rich history? Apparently, St. Augustine mentions that there were some performers who possessed, and I quote, such command of their bowels that they can break wind continuously at will so as to produce the effects of singing. <laughs> as other examples, medieval Ireland had professional farters called brigatori, and the Japanese Kamakura period, 1185 to 1333, had a fart dance performers called Oribe, or Oribe. Fart dance performers. Maybe we should look that up one day. I just I just picture... Did you ever fall on your ass and fart accidentally from the pressure? Like, boom! No. I feel like that's what a fart performance would be like. A lot of impact and farting. Would they uh, make good gay lovers? Well, no, if you're a butt virgin, you probably can't get good flatulence. It probably just comes out like a... <laughs> <laughs> you know, because oh, you're loose. Because you're loose. Loose in the caboose. You will not be a fartiste if you get ass-pounded a lot. Do you know what has an asshole? Turkeys! Gobble, gobble! Thanksgiving special, everyone! Yeah, so if you uh, celebrate Thanksgiving and you're stuck with your family, um, perhaps... You can relay an interesting story about the fartiste. 
of France. The man, I gotta scan this picture. They have a drawing where he's on stage and he's wearing his, his outfit. And then there's like a big cloud coming out his ass with a bunch of notes. It's quite humorous. Do you know, I think that if there was magic gene, you know, you know, you rub the lamp, genie pops out, and you could get a wish for. <laughs> Sorry, I th- just because of what we're talking about, <laughs> I, when the genie comes out, I imagine like. <laughs> well, I because this. I like to think that I, I at least know you, and he offers <laughs> you some career choices. And if that one came up, I think nothing would titillate you more than being known as like the best musical fighter in the world and just making a career off of it. To play an instrument from my ass, I would love that. <laughs> exactly, I would. I would, yeah, no, I would go on stage. I would you love to smoke. Die your child for life. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is my daddy. He smokes two cigarettes, one on each <laughs> end. Ignore the comical hole, the absurd fashion of his trousers. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't fart serenade a few people in public <laughs> and get breach of contract. You'd I do I weddings and everything. I <laughs> like, oh God, I, I have to fart. Don't, you'll breach your contract. There's a, a little inset here. Paleontologists have actually discovered fossilized farts. What? Prehistoric insects frequently became mired in tree sap and would break wind during their efforts to escape. The sap then hardened into amber, preserving the unfortunate insect and the tiny bubbles of its final struggle. Sad, but true and smelly. I would <laughs> never realize that is a... Uh, a type of risk that paleontologists go through, like, chiseling away. Like, Johnson, come here. Was that you? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Good God, Johnson. Prehistoric farts. Somebody smelled a bug fart from a very long time ago. <laughs> from well, a long time Well, that's not very ago. specific. I don't want to be like, a Jurassic fart. No, no, no. No. Big old fossilized dino fart. Christ. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind. A lot of people, there's a, a stereotype that after the big, big old Thanksgiving dinner, you always have that relative, the big uncle or grandfather that will retire to the living room, undo the top button on his pants, loosen the belt. And, uh, just let one rip. See, that's the kind of person I want to be. You can be. Or you mean when you're older? You want to maintain well, that? No, I want to be it now. <laughs> but oh, oh, society, oh, do something, Owen. Do something with your life. Come on, what do you want to do? So. I want to be the biggest farter in the world. <laughs> Wait, do you want to be a fartiste or just a guy that doesn't mind undoing his pants and passing gas in public? Not necessarily. Well, I'm already money. halfway there because I don't care who smells. <laughs> I get my jollies, you know, like the secret fighter. If you fill one building up, you go and stand next to somebody that's obviously not going to move for a while or if they're sitting down on a table and you just squeeze by and, <laughs> and then you, you go back to where your uh, inconspicuous place is and you just wait and see if their nose wrinkles <laughs> under your tremendous smell. Does that make blood flow to your penis and then out <laughs> into your mouth. Sorry. Uh, master oh. debater! <laughs> oh, for those of you 
that don't know what master debater it is. It's just a reason for me and Owen to argue. Uh, we come up with a rather absurd thing to argue about, <laughs> and then that. we are Stop randomly saying. assigned which which side of the debate we are going to be on. And our Thanksgiving-related topic today will be... Owen? Is it Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. No, uh, I believe it's... Uh, is Thanksgiving too early to start hanging up them Christmas... To start preparing for Christmas? Uh, like, I, people have their houses decorated with lights already here. The, you know, the inflatable goddamn Santa is out around the corner. Oh, blasphemy, Jesus. Blasphemy, Jesus. <laughs> we all know how this works. I'm even Philizard. I randomly generate a number using uh, random.org. Wait, wait. Before you randomize, oh, uh, what's our specific? Is it too early for Christmas on Thanksgiving? Um, is that the should we? Or? Yeah. Is it too early to prepare for Christmas on Thanksgiving? Okay, around yeah. Thanksgiving. No, we'll say sp- yeah. All right, all right. You generate the number, please. That's me. Yeah, (laughs) like I don't have that shit up. (laughs) Sixty-three. Hang on, I need my debater notepad. Which is the year? So you decide whether you want to be for um, celebrating or decorating early or against such things. Uh, I feel like I can argue both equally well. Mister Scrooge. What do you mean, Scrooge? What? I said Come I on. think Thanksgiving is yeah. a, a shit yeah, holiday. Yeah. Well, um, I know which one you're going for. Come on, stop. Right, no, I'll argue for. I'll argue for Thanksgiving. Or uh, I'm sorry. I'll argue for having Christmas early, preparing for it on Thanksgiving. I don't really? think it's. I don't think it's too soon. That's where I'm going. Oh shit! Puzzle <laughs> mentally preparing myself to uh, fight for it. Hey, let's generate the number again, and we'll uh, see who gets to choose who goes first. 69, it's coming up, Phil. You slighted me last time for... Being a pussy, uh, I'm not. So, uh, keeping that in mind, you can go first. <laughs> oh, I thought this was Thanksgiving on, with turkeys, not with chickens. <laughs> I got a fart. <laughs> okay. Oh, I need my timer. All right. You better insert. I don't know where I'm going with this, but wait. Starting now. Two minutes. Okay. No, my. Is it too early to decorate for Christmas? Now, let me start off by saying yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Why, Owen? Why would it be too early to celebrate joy and happiness and togetherness? It's because we already have that. Let's let's start off with the expense, the build-up, and ultimately the complete and utter disappointment that we're all going to feel. So my position is, why hype and build something up when it's just going to lead to a crumbly, sappy, soggy, weeping mess that uh, inevitably engulfs us all and there's no way Phil can deny that I mean just look at the way they hyped up the Titanic oh it's gonna be great it is unsinkable they said it's a bloody iceberg oh 
the Hindenburg. We can fly in the skies. We can be great. We can. Burns to the ground. Oh, Santa's going to come here. Oh, he didn't get me a PS4. He got me a freaking PSP. Why do I want this shit for, mother? <coughs> Sorry. Well <laughs> Regressing over here. So, you know, there's the hype. You don't really want to build up hype. But then, of course, you can go down uh, the commercial side of things. You know, these these retail stores, they want to build things up and they want to push, 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 push on you. But as we know, a lot of us are poor on this time of year. And a lot of us are lonely. I mean, especially the Japanese. I mean, they are not making babies. There's a lot of single people over there. And if you start putting up Christmas decorations and start saying, Come on, guys, let's get together. You're just going to have a nation of poor, depressed people. Which, in any sense, is is, is not a good thing to have. Which is why Christmas and uh, early preparation... You have five seconds remaining. No, not on my time, man. Well, <laughs> fine. There's my timer. All right. Fuck your time. Why does my countdown timer have a snooze option? Oh, he's gonna beat the record time. No, nope, snooze. All right. <laughs> I will take my two minutes now. Bah! Oh shit! I shouldn't really be yelling. Bah humbug! <laughs> of course, Owen is having a very easy time being against the proliferation of Christmas this early. Uh, and i just like to point out that Christmas, a large part of it, is build-up and anticipation. Not necessarily the reception of gifts, but that whole build-up, that, that anticipation is part of the experience. Uh, but yeah, of course Owen would be against it, because... He's the salty bastard, as indicated by his little outburst. He's a he's a greedy bastard. I'm surprised that he doesn't want Christmas started exactly on December 26th, right after Christmas. Let's start Christmas some more. Anyway, why is Christmas better to be started celebrating so early? Uh, Thanksgiving is a shit holiday. Um, let's face it, there's better decorations for Christmas, so... You, nobody hangs up lights for Thanksgiving. What's what's the Thanksgiving decorations? A cornucopia? Oh yeah, that's that's great. Oh, how about some cardboard cutouts of fucking pilgrims? Because everybody loves pilgrims. No man, let's get the lights out. Let's get those curious and amazing lights out. Some people do amazing things with lights. It's a very festive way. I don't know about your area, your grim London town, but fall Ooh. around here. You know, the, there's not too many leaves left on the trees. It needs a bit of sprucing up. Lights take care of that. Not fucking little humorous turkeys that you hang in your window or giant inflatable fucking uh, pilgrims holding those big muskets or whatever. That's just offensive most of the time. God forbid you're Native American. I mean, I don't know what you'd be doing. You'd be, you really want Christmas around, if you ask me. Yeah. I had a lot more to say. Weak, weak, weak. I will take my time now. Okay, well, that was all great faff, really. So, I mean, there was a lot of guff up your ass, and I'm surprised you're not a professional artiste with the amount of shit <laughs> that you were pulling out there. I'm very surprised that's not one of your professions. So, let's just start off with 
One of his arguments was preparation. How much preparation do you actually need? People are starting putting up. I mean, it just so happens that this Thanksgiving is near the end of November, but uh, sometimes it's it's near the middle and a month away. A month away. Why would you prepare for something a month away? Preparation gets you nowhere, and that's a damn quote. And you can uh, write that down. Um, oh, I am. <laughs> Phil also didn't touch upon uh, the loneliness factor. I mean, you got to think. It's not all about you. If you want to actually have the spirit of Christmas and togetherness, then you've got to think about the poor, lonely people in uh, Tower Block Thirty Nine, Room Sixteen, eating their lonely microwave noodle pot. But does Phil want that? No, oh, fuck it. Let's put up the lovely, lovely. Uh, uh, lights so we can spruce up the trees what's more lovely than some lighted dead tree branches oh that's lovely isn't it that's great that's fantastic phil that's absolutely fantastic i don't really need to go on for another 30 seconds but i will because uh that's the the time oh swallowed too much Boo. there <laughs> Really, he hasn't touched upon anything, and he's just guffing you around. He Again, he hasn't touched upon my points. Um, and again, I'm not against uh, celebrating Christmas or anything. It's just way too damn early. Okay, let's deal with all the other shit that we've got to deal with, and then let's get ready for her. Look, I'm taking my two minutes now. One, if you're lonely, then I would think that you would want most of the holidays out of the way as soon as possible. So, I mean, if his argument is that people don't don't want to acknowledge that they don't want to be reminded, it's what's the difference? Thanksgiving? Uh, you're going to be reminded of it. What do you have to give thanks for? Nothing. What does it matter? At least Christmas is a bit more festive. You have a bit more options there. And I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I presented it wrong, but the lights don't have to just go on the trees. A lot of people do a very nice job uh, doing the trim of their houses in a a nice kind of gentle blue or a solid white. Uh, there are a lot of examples of not just the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving, the whole commercial aspect, but the spirit of goodwill towards men. Not looking back and being like, oh, what am I thankful for, food and all that, but the spirit of man. My argument is, sure, a whole month, maybe from a commercial aspect, that's, that's not good, but to promote that feeling of, of fellow man love, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with fellow man love. Preparation gets you nowhere. I did write that down. That is a lovely statement. I like the fact that part of your argument is that you don't want to get prepared. How soon is too soon? How late is too late? I can see. I can see Owen. I can see Owen getting a lot of coal this Christmas. Not just because he's a bad person, but because he hates Christmas. People that hate Christmas, they hate other things. Children fun <laughs> they you know it's true right? it's 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 really i feel bad arguing about this because i know i'm actually insulting owen and his his existence christmas is a fun time he doesn't want that i'll take my closing statement well my closing one minute now okay again 
uh, a lot of faffing and and guff there. He says, uh, "Hey, let's spread the good shit." Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, yeah, we, you know, you're gonna help the lonely people by reminding them of a holiday a month in advance. You want to constantly remind them of that? That's not that's not very uh, friendly and uh, human. To uh, remind people of such downfalls and its absolutely despicable uh, behaviour. Also, you know, again, preparation gets you nowhere. Ooh, Owen. Well, if you don't prepare, then it's always an adventure. It's a little bit of excitement. You don't want to mould into the same old, same old, do you? You want a bit of spice. You want a bit of adventure in your life. And pr- not preparing is is a lot of fun. You can run around and you can make home things. And oh, and Hitler. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. All right, I'll take my one minute now. Uh, look, I think one thing that neither of us said. Ah! <laughs> Leg cramp. What? Leg cramp. I'm okay. Uh, Carry on. I think one thing that neither of us have touched on is that Thanksgiving is a shit holiday. If you enjoy it, fuck off. You shouldn't. You should be getting ready for Christmas. To briefly touch on my points again, to win this argument... Christmas just looks better, decoration-wise. It promotes goodwill amongst everyone, whereas Thanksgiving is, is kind of specific regionally and to very specific people. Christmas can be enjoyed by everybody. Goodwill can be enjoyed by everybody. Again, I acknowledge that the commercial aspect is really pushed on you too far, too early. But I see nothing wrong. Then why mode into it? <laughs> I see there's nothing wrong. And nobody's saying rub people's face and shit. Nobody's going, hey, hey, remember that you're lonely? Guess what? It's only December 1st. Nobody's doing that. I'm just saying sparkle the place up a little bit. They are with decorations. That's wonderful. We didn't announce... I mean, of course, you're going to use this one as well. But we didn't announce the winner of the last Master Debater. We didn't have a vote. Oh, yeah, we did. What? We did? Yeah. <laughs> Are you just making this up? No, I mean, it's... The, it's <laughs> Where is it? It's b- between us. You vote, I vote, and O'Neill votes. <laughs> and uh, it was do two even, to one. Do you so. even remember what the uh, debate was about? Should you open doors to uh, trick-or-treaters? Oh, that's right. That's right. You had to go with that. Instead of fast zombies versus slow zombies. That's not very Halloween. How is zombies not Halloween? I'm a walking dead. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't see how that's related. Uh, yeah. So write in. Let us know who you think had the better argument. Don't tell us how you feel, except <laughs> unless it's a separate part of the email, but not who you feel the most for, but whose argument you thought was better maybe you have an idea for master debater for christmas or master debater for season three starting sometime in january oh yes look out for the christmas podcast december 24th (laughs) look out because you don't want to get hurt by it i mean you want to prepare for this right obviously jesus christ yes jesus christ um all right well uh kind of well, I don't want to say in the vein of, but if you remember the master debater for last Christmas, that was uh, gift cards. Are they, they was it they um, too impersonal as a gift? Is was it, it just gift cards? Like, yeah, it was gift cards. I don't think it was. 
I think you were against gift cards. I'm always against a lot of things. <laughs> I'm against master debater. Uh, how common uh, is it around your way? I think it's more of a really extended family workmate type thing to give somebody the gift of lottery tickets. No, I don't like it. Again, I mean, I'm taking the same position as I did last time. If you're friends with somebody, you obviously know them, so it's a lot more thoughtful just to give them something that they're going to enjoy. I gave my friend Neil, I gave him FIFA 14. He couldn't afford it. He couldn't afford it for months. I said, oh, there you go. All right. That's very I mean, nice. I mean, it's, it's much better than just, like, throwing cards at them and say, oh, get what you want. There's no thought behind that. Not gift cards. Lottery tickets. Oh, lottery tickets as well. I mean, because, okay, my sister does this, and it really annoys me. She lottery gives me scratch cards. Right. And it's just like, why would you tempt me with delicious prizes when it's only going to end in disappointment? <laughs> uh, there is a sense that, hey, I got you a gift, maybe. It could then, just be nothing. <laughs> Exactly, because what if it's a winning ticket and you win like, I don't know, twenty thousand pounds? They're like, "Oh, that's half mine." Yeah, what do you I, fucking what? <laughs> I got you that. If it wasn't for me standing in line thinking about you, you would have been twenty thousand pounds richer. I want no. It's just going to cause arguments. Yeah, well, there's that notion that you know that you know the person that got it for you didn't specifically go out to just get one person lottery tickets. They went out and bought a whole handful for <laughs> handful. Look, you got me all fucked up with this podcast. Everything's Phil, Phil, Phil. Oh, oh. feeling Phil? <sighs> How's your chin? Hairy. Oh. Or That's as somebody I used to work with that I never got a lottery ticket, he always liked to call it my cum catcher. Your cum catcher? <laughs> Yes, my my goatee at the time. He liked to call it a cum catcher. So, did also catch bloody penis blood. <laughs> we'll have to test it out. <laughs> I think lottery tickets are bad for the reason that you said. Oh, sorry, let me finish my thought. A handful. They buy a whole handful of tickets, and you get them because they couldn't think of anything, or they forgot about you, and then lottery tickets are kind of the backup. Because nobody asks for lottery tickets. And again, it's like, oh, thanks for the lottery tickets. I didn't win anything, so essentially you got me nothing. <laughs> I would have just liked a card that said, hey, happy holidays. Thank you. That, oh, but it's the thought that counts. Yeah. All right. Mean? Well, then what, what actually is the gift of the lottery ticket then? The... I, the thought of the promise? I don't know. The promise mm. that you could win? No, no, I don't know. I mean, I, it's cool as a stocking stuffer, uh, you know. Uh, it's a tradition in my in-laws. There's always a couple of lottery tickets in the stockings. You should just throw them back. <laughs> like, uh, what's your gift? Wasting my time! <laughs> Dirtying up my coins! And shoot them out at them. But see, you can't do that because then you'll be like, all right, you don't want them? Fine. Oh, look, this one's for $100,000. <laughs> see, uh, you're royally suckered in. I couldn't give them as a gift for that reason. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I gave away a winning lottery ticket. Do I uh, Do I get a, a Christmas present from you? I have a vagina coloring book. That I <laughs> really? I wonder what kind hearted so got you that. I, I... I don't know. I would think... I'm thinking right now... 
What would uh, what would be a nice gift? For Full of know. empty promises. Yeah, how about some lottery tickets <laughs> that you couldn't even redeem if I got them? Uh, oh, Mr. Fox, I will not give you a virtual <laughs> car, I know, nor do this. I'll stick a crane up my ass, Owen. <laughs> Whoa! You're the one that wanted the crown up the ass. I never offered You're the that. one that was willing to do it. What Wasn't that some sort of, if I lost a bet? I wasn't just like, hey, idly, <laughs> I'll stick a crown up my ass. You saw the giant novelty crowns I had. <laughs> and we're all like, I'd love to see one of those up your ass, Phil. Yeah, and then you're like, okay. No, I, uh, do you have audio proof of this? <laughs> no. Well, I'm sure then. there's a video floating around somewhere. <laughs> That's unnerving that a lot of our arguments are like that. And we don't know where they are. Didn't we argue about this? I don't know. There's a video somewhere. Christ. What a world. <sighs> oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Gobble, <laughs> gobble. Well, again, uh, the podcast themselves. Sure, this is coming out on Thanksgiving, but people are probably already going to be done before. with Thanksgiving. Ooh. The day before. All right. Well, people, I'm sure, are thinking of Christmas anyway. I am not. Alien hand syndrome! Aye! Very Thanksgiving. Very Thanksgiving. From the same book of the same name. From the files of Damn Interesting. No. Uh, I think, I think you'll like this. I think people are going to pretend they have alien hand syndrome at Thanksgiving dinners, because you could have a lot of fun. Uh, when I say that, what's the first thing that, that comes to your mind when I say alien hand syndrome? Faking that you can't control your hand or putting up young girl scouts? Uh, that would be the devious mind set. In 1908, <laughs> the German neurologist and psychiatrist, Dr. Kurt Goldstein, was bewildered by the strange behaviors manifest in one of his patients. The 57-year-old woman reported that her left hand had a will of its own, and indeed it seemed to possess its own sinister agenda. The rogue limb moved around involuntarily, and its searching fingers tended to fiddle with various objects they chanced upon. <laughs> if she didn't keep an eye on her arm, she couldn't be quite sure what it was up to. More alarmingly, her co-joined tormentor occasionally wrapped its fingers tightly around her throat, forcing her to defend herself with her more obedient arm. Uh, Dr. Goldstein was at a loss for how to treat his patient's unsettling abnormality. Real quick, the answer is Valium. At the end of the article. Uh, astonishing malady acknowledged in 1972. Alien hand syndrome, or AHS, a neurological disorder known to be the result of specific kinds of brain damage. Uh, goes on to talk about uh, the, the hows and whys of that. But I just want to read some of the uh, cases here. One particular patient had difficulty operating a TV remote because the wayward hand would snatch it away as soon as he picked it up with his good hand. That's annoying. In another case, a woman experienced difficulty getting dressed because the alien hand would unhook the buttons on her blouse immediately after she buttoned them. Yet an asshole. I know, that hand... Oh, oh you're putting clothes on all. <laughs> Yet another <laughs> AHS sufferer was unable to smoke because her rogue hand would pluck the cigarette from her lips and toss it away before she could light it. Leading That's just the woman, helping. Well, yeah, leading the woman to surmise that he didn't want her to smoke them. Um, how would you... If I had alien hand syndrome... 
I think I would masturbate a lot, and if I just got caught, like, oh, it's not me. <laughs> it's my alien hand syndrome. Or the first thing you thought of, pinching girls' buttocks. <laughs> alien hand syndrome. Uh, actually, it's kind of scary, the notion of your hand being uncontrolled and immediately strangling you, latching onto your throat. But can't you just, like, trick it? Because it's obviously, quote-unquote, aware of what you're doing. So if you just say out loud, I'm going to pick up this DVD case and quickly grab the TV remote and change channel, you're like, ha-ha. Well, I mean, Surely it's, you could do that. it's It's a brain damage thing. I'm, I'm not sure. Have you ever heard, uh, oh, I forget what it's called, but people, they, they just get an accent all of a sudden, or they... That's a bit weird there, Phil, yeah. now that you mention it. I think it's called Dickhole Co-Podcaster Syndrome. Is that what it's called, Phil? You surprised me, a little tinker. DCS. Dickhole Co-Podcaster Syndrome. Humming, 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 humming. Um, yeah, so... me. If you're sitting down at Thanksgiving, this is how I'm tying everything in. It's something you can do at Thanksgiving dinner. Just start taking Get food. Get masturbating? Oh. <laughs> Maybe not at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you masturbating? Alien hand syndrome? Pass the gravy. <laughs> yeah, just start throwing your silverware or just see how good of an actor you are while talking to somebody. Just let your one hand go wild. Start smashing the mashed potatoes of the person next to you. I'm going to do that. I'll report... How well it goes. Because I think I can get away. I think my in-laws now know what type of person I am. My sense of humor. And that as long as I clean shit up. And <laughs> don't really waste food. Because her side of the family is pretty big. And we're all... There's a lot of people at her family dinner. It's a great opportunity to embarrass Amy. <laughs> and I think I should go through with my little plan now. Uh. Well... Uh, I can't think. I know we're missing a lot of standard features uh, as far as games, uh, things like that. But we're saving it up for Christmas. <laughs> well, the fact that we're flying by the seat of our pants. But the we kind of are. Um, plus, this this is an awkward recording time, and I'm afraid it's all going to go balls up really fast. So, in closing, Owen... How no. how would you describe Thanksgiving to somebody that has never experienced it before? They were raised by wolves. They've been dropped back into society a day before Thanksgiving. I would say, do you know what she felt yesterday? Recall that day? Nothing that was happened. alien hand syndrome. <laughs> Today is the same day. Go back to your wolves, little Timmy. Go back to your wolves. <laughs> oh... Poor little Timmy. You know, I I bet that the audience, you know, you know, this is all thankful, isn't it? I bet the audience are thankful for this podcast. They probably are. They're not going to be too thankful when they realize there isn't going to be a mouthful, because what? I, I, well, I don't have anything. I have. Uh, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. But it'll uh, see if it were after Thanksgiving, I would have a lot of leftovers. So uh, this is what the catch. we do have is is laughter and joy. 
Things traditionally associated with Christmas. <laughs> Kill yourself. Well, what are your hopes for me for this Thanksgiving? Uh, <laughs> the best I can hope is you get blind drunk, jump up on the table, start kicking turkeys around, do an O'Neill impression, <laughs> and uh, unbutton your pants and lie down on a sofa. You know I have a, a Scottish in-law, right, that I can't. I can't O'Neill around him. Is that Scottish or Irish? I guess an O'Neill. <gasps> yeah. I can't tell from your accent. I'm sorry. Whose accent? I'm sorry. I can't tell from O'Neill's accent. He's a real person, you know. <laughs> I'm going to look for another joke real quick on Craigslist. This is from Antiol. I'm eating pussy for and on Thanksgiving. Good joke, Antiel. Good joke. Well, I hope it gobble gobbles. And on that note, it's time to make like a turkey and leaf. Make like a turkey and gobble your neighbor's cock off for playing his music too loud on the Xbox. Happy Thanksgiving, Owen. Happy Thanksgiving to all. We're two gobble gobble turkeys getting ready for the gobble gobble chop. Right. And uh we're 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 fighting over over who's the uh who's the who's the one that's gonna get chopped first. Here comes the farmer. Oh don't be silly, you silly turkey. Yeah. Why is <laughs> <laughs> your turkey got a lisp? <laughs> It's my big flappy bits under my beak, silly. They just chop all the air and all the air escapes into this wonderful sound. Well, while you're there talking like a I'm, freak, I'm hiding behind the shed. over there? Gobble, gobble. Don't bother, sir. Back. All the farmers. All the farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's changing. Oh, dear. But Look at that. He's fat. Eat him first. Look, I'm already plucking him. You know I have body issues. How dare you say such things? Uh, I'm lame. Look at this. I'm, I've oh barely eaten. Dear. You're oh. easier to catch. I'm just going to mosey my way over little Henry over there. Henry look at, is his favorite turkey, you know. Look at the giblets on this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. He's got my leg. Oh, Filipina help. <laughs> this escalated oh. quickly. <laughs> Wait, how about this? Oh, two turkeys. Eggs. <laughs> oh, please. Please. Oh. Bah, bah. That's how I would defend myself if I was a turkey. I'd pretend I was a cow. Mm. I'm going to have another O ring. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh, this one is sour. <laughs> I forgot about role plays. Really fucked up. Come on, everyone. You fucked up, Owen. You fucked up this podcast. Thanks. Mmm. I didn't know they made other flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Do they make asshole flavored Tootsie Roll, you sour puss? 
Mmm, both say sour. Woo! Sour pussy. Alright. Mmm, <laughs> vanilla tortilla roll. Sorry. I'm going to stop recording this.